Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable presented by our friends over at betonline.ag. Once again, this is the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualia, Marvzon, and Mike Molino coming off of a massive win for the Patriots. One of those games where, like, you look at the spread if you're a gambling man, which you should be with betonline.ag, you animals. If you look at the spread, it's 16 and a half points. I think they went to the game with yesterday, and it's one of those games where you're like, you know, the Patriots are going to win. If they don't win, it's a problem. But 16 and a half points, a lot of points. You know, it didn't even come close. 50 to 10. Uh, the Jaguars are terrible. Legitimately, one of the worst football teams I've ever seen in my life. And I genuinely, I, I, like, get off topic real quick before I actually get on the show. I, I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. I think this kid is going to be a good quarterback. I think he should be a good quarterback. But the Jaguars might just ruin his career. Yeah, he's not in a good situation over there at all. It's not good for him at all. Yeah, he's not in a good situation, but he's not playing great either. No, but like, what? What can you? It's one of those situations. Like, what can you do? Yeah, starting to turn into a product of his environment. Like the team already sucked before he got there. Still sucks now. And now this is a guy who had a, what, an amazing collegiate career, and he's just on a sucky team and sucky environment. So. And the team's obviously not going anywhere right now. He probably lacks motivation at the same time as well. So it's a lot That's of combination true. of things probably for him. That's it's kind of like when the Bengals picked up uh, Joe Burrow when they when they picked him first. And I was like, man, I hope the Bengals have ruined this kid. They didn't. They didn't. The Bengals are nasty. And they're going to be one of the topics of conversation today. The Bengals, listen, I'll give you a little preview here with, with some of my thoughts going on in the future of the show. The receivers for Cincinnati, their running back and the quarterback, that's a damn good football team that we should be afraid of. So let's jump into this conversation right here real quick. The main topic, and I, and I, and I threw this to you guys out earlier, so I, it's, it's an interesting conversation because the AFC is so wide open. And like Marv, you said in the chat earlier, Anybody in the AFC, like if you told me they're they're going to go to the Super Bowl, it's it's possible. Any of these teams can go on a run right now. I you can't really say who the best team in the AFC is because I don't want to say they're all equal, but they all can beat each other, and we've seen that now over the past the entire season. At this point, the Chiefs have been down, the Colts have been down, the Patriots have been down, the Bengals are the Bengals. Uh, we don't even know who we we're going to the final week after tonight. Tonight is Monday Night Football. We record this on Monday night, January third, and. Tonight's game has implications, potentially. There's a chance 
that the Steelers could still make it in to the postseason. So, guys, the main question right here of the show is, out of the teams in the AFC that the Patriots could run into, at any point, let's just say first round, let's keep it there, uh, even first couple of rounds, what team do you not want to see the Patriots have to face in route to, well, they're going to go through Wildcard Weekend. Let's say to the AFC Championship. What team do you not want to see the Patriots face en route to the potential AFC Championship? Well, when you look at the AFC, like you mentioned how I said, I feel like all of these teams could make it to the Super Bowl. And and you look at the potential matchups that the Patriots are going to have on Wild Card Weekend, I think we can all agree the Patriots will be the underdog on whoever they face that first weekend, whether it's the Bills, Kansas City, Cincinnati, they're going to be the un- underdogs of the, of that game. That tells and, you how crazy this AFC has been, though. Sorry to cut you <laughs> off, but that tells you how crazy the AFC has been because, like, three weeks ago, we were like – or the betting odds were that the Patriots were the best team in the right. AFC betting-wise to go to the Super Bowl. And now you're here like, well, they might be the underdogs of the wild card round. Crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy to think that. But a reason why – the Patriots look like they can be an underdog against these teams is the lack of offensive power is that they're not an offensive juggernaut. Yes. Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. That's a great one, two punch that they have there offensively. Outside of that, you look at Mac Jones. He's been, he's been solid this year, but he's not a quarterback. Any team fears. You look at the weapons that Mac Jones has. No one fears any of those weapons. Yes, Hunter Henry in the red zone, maybe he's a he's a key opponent that um, players will key on. But other than that, no one no one on the offensive weapon side you're really fearful with the Patriots, and that's why they'll be the underdogs. And when I look into a team that I would not want the Patriots to play, it's the two teams that faced just just past week, Cincinnati and Kansas City, where they can put up a bunch of points early and the Patriots have not proven that they can come back in an offensive game where they have to maybe put, go on a run of scoring 14, 15 points to come back in a game while the defense holds them out. And I think that would be a problem. If ironically, the team the Patriots probably would want to see is the Buffalo Bills, a team that they've seen twice now. Um, Josh Allen really brought it to them the second time around, but they'd probably want to see that team because they're more familiar with them and think that they'll be able to stop them since they've beaten them before in Belichick and game plan. But the other two teams, Cincinnati, you're not familiar with. Kansas City Chiefs, you're not familiar with. And those teams will cause Patriots a lot of trouble. Yeah, and, and, you know, I brought up the Bengals already. Guys, they are – they're scary. Like, if they're – the thing is with them is, like, if they get rolling and their offense starts to catch fire a little bit in the game, they're tough to beat. I mean, yeah. you've got you've got Boyd and you've got Jamar Chase, obviously, and we're going to talk about the offensive rookie of the year in a little bit. But you got Jamar Chase, and I feel like people forget because Jamar Chase had such a big start. T. Higgins is very good. <laughs> T. Higgins is very good at football. So between Joe Burrow, who is when this guy is cocky, I feel like he's tough to beat, and he is feeling himself right now. He is confident. He, when he's smoking cigars, you don't want to get in his way. This guy scares me a little bit. Uh, but that's just the, the weapons. And then, like, okay, he's not going to throw the ball. They've got Joe Mixon, who 
this show, the start of the year, we were like, do not draft him in fantasy football. Big mistake. That's why I came in last place in my league. Just because I make stupid decisions like that. Joe Mixon is one of the top running backs in the league. So, Mike, let's go over you. Who is the team you do not want to see the Patriots play en route to the AFC Championship, potentially? So the one team that you both are talking about and giving a lot of high praise to is the Kansas, I mean, sorry, the Cincinnati Bengals. And while, yeah, they've looked great. Their, their receivers, you know, are dangerous. Um, Joe's, Joe Burrow is playing some great football right now. Uh, Mixon has found himself somehow, some way, and, and reverted back to being one of the better running backs in the, in the league. Um, but while Marv said, you know, it's a team that, you know, the Patriots aren't familiar with and, you know, having the game plan against a team that you don't know too much about. You could say the same thing on the other side for the Cincinnati Bengals. They have to go up against Bill Belichick and the kind of game plan and defensive schemes that he's going to bring to the table. So while Cincinnati looks very great right now, it's not a team that I necessarily fear because while this, they all look fine and dandy with how they've been performing these last couple of weeks, facing Bill Belichick can bring upon different problems and especially when we've seen the Patriots defense at their best it looks like because like you said Nick you know a couple of weeks ago we was talking about this team as being a favorite to make a Super Bowl run um, when this team and especially their defense is playing at their best they look like they can possibly hang with anybody um, the the Bengals have a great offense will we say they're the best offense in the league uh I don't you can may have a conversation. Maybe in a year or two. Yeah, they maybe might. in a year or two. They're probably in a conversation as one of the, the better offenses in the league, but I don't think they're the best. They're the top offense in the league. Um, so I think the Patriots, you know, could be well prepared if they got in a matchup with them. At the same time, the two teams that I probably fear for the Patriots um is the the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um you know, Patrick Mahomes in the offense, slow start, but they've they've kind of got things rolling as the season has gone on. And that's always going to be a team with Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. That's always going to be a team that you fear, you know, anytime, whether it be home or away. And the Bills, while, yes, the Patriots have seen them two times now, um, I still just feel as if the Bills just have that extra, that extra juice um, in terms of a head-to-head matchup with the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots got a pretty solid, dominant win the first time they played, you know, and people will blame all the conditions and all. Patriots got a solid win against the Buffalo Bills the first time they played. And then on the flip side, Buffalo came to New England looking for blood and, and handled the business. So, yeah, these teams have had battles back and forth, but I still just feel overall Buffalo Bills as a team might be better than the Patriots at this current time and, and moment um those are two teams right there that you know while the Patriots have seen numerous times the Patriots have seen bills numerous times the Patriots have faced off against Mahomes and that team numerous times so they know each other really well but I still would say if I had to you know call it right now those are two teams that are definitely a little bit better than the New England Patriots right now and I'm that's not to say the Patriots are far off I think you know, as Mac Jones continues to get better and develop, um, maybe you upgrade a couple of his weapons. Who knows? Um, Patriots could be right there in terms of being one of the better offensive teams in the AFC. Uh, but right now, I still got to give the nod to 
the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. So those are two teams that if you end up facing them in one of these early rounds, the wild card, or you make it to division or whatever the case may be, it could be could be tough for New England. You know who I don't want? See, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, I think the couple times the Patriots have played them, even with Cam Newton, the Patriots – Wait, did the Patriots play the Chiefs last year at all? They did. Oh, that, that, they that, was, did. That, that wasn't Camp Newton. It wasn't Cam. That, Cam was, Cam. that, was, that, was, that was Brian Hoyer. And the Patriots and had a Bill chance Belichick, still, right? Bill Belichick <clears throat> and the defense held them in check. And that defense wasn't as good as this year's defense. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, obviously, they worry me. But for some reason, I feel like Bill has Patrick Mahomes' number and knows how to defend him. The two teams that worry me the most and it's because of the run game are the Colts and team that a few weeks ago if you did if you, if you told me that I'd be scared of this team going to the playoffs I'd be confused as to why and then you get the news that Derrick Henry's coming back <laughs> the Patriots can't stop the run these guys stink against the run they let Singletary get 39 yards and the Bills, which isn't much, but the Bills' rush offense is horrific. He shouldn't even got 39 yards. With Derrick Henry coming back and Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, two teams with solid defenses. The Colts' defense, I think, is very, very good. They'll hit you in the mouth, and I think that's what they did with Mac Jones of the Patriots. Those are the two teams that scare me the most because their, their offense, rushing-wise, is some of the best in the league. And Derrick Henry coming back fresh legs this guy's had what a couple months off now since october i want to say i mean fresh legs is probably poor choice of words for a guy who's coming <laughs> off an injury foot yes. injury but <laughs> well rest wise fresh legs rest wise i do not like the patriots against a team that has that good of a running game and again derrick henry rested legs you know haven't been used in a couple months and then jonathan taylor who's been out of this world insane i don't want to see the patriots play either of those teams i really don't two defenses too and you guys brought up the patriots playing from behind i don't like that either i don't like the thought of mac jones falling behind 10 15 points and then all of a sudden the patriots have to fight back listen if we saw the colts there was one drive if i remember correctly where jonathan taylor just ran the ball the entire length of the field not like not in one burst of a play just run run first down Run, first down. Run, run, first down. You can't – I have not seen anything that's told me that that's not going to happen again. And I don't think running can necessarily win the playoffs, but I think it could win you a game in the playoffs. And maybe that's the first round. And, again, I do not want to see the Patriots have to play a team with that good of a running game. That's solid of a running game. All right. Well, we're going to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. AG. Guys, BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the, the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. 
BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. BetOnline, where the game starts. Not to get off topic real quick, but you know what I saw today on Twitter? Not a fan. I it just it just jogged my memory and nothing to do with football here. I know you guys are boxing fans. Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. Those clips came up from that fight a few years ago. Talk about robbing me of my money. I should not have been, but that was such a boring fight. <laughs> Very yeah. off topic, but that's it just happened, it's happened, on my mind. It happened way too late. It should have happened years prior. Um, it was terrible. And then on top of that, supposedly Manny Pacquiao was boxing injured, so he wasn't at full strength. Yeah. It's somebody somebody always got an injury. It should have just it's the fight should have happened. What year did that fight happen? Happened maybe 2017. It should have no, happened. Like I, was in, I was in college. It like should have happened like 09. Yeah. And especially like after seeing the Fury Wilder fight, the last one, like that really showed how much, how boring the Pacquiao Mayweather fight was. Because that Fury Wilder fight, three, that was an insane fight. Yeah, insane. I mean, heavyweights is what brought boxing to its dominance. Obviously, off topic show, but heavyweight division <laughs> is always going to be more exciting. Yeah. Than, I'm gonna... um, I'm gonna text our incredible producer and be like, "Hey, put this in the show. This is the, <laughs> this is the boxing segment <laughs> of the Patriots Roundtable." All right, uh, rookie of the year. Mentioned this earlier. The offensive. offensive rookie of the year, Mac Jones has been. He was the favorite for a while, and then Jamar Chase kept doing Jamar Chase things. And by the way, preseason, he's dropping balls. He makes one comment he probably shouldn't have made because you know the media is gonna take it and run with it. Where he was like. You know, it's, I think it was something along the lines of like, this, this ball's tough to see. It's it's tough to see because the, the white line isn't on it, blah, blah, blah. And he's making those comments to be like, can Jamar Chase not catch? What idiots. What a dumb thing to put. This guy is going to be elite in this league. It's, it's early to say that. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to be a problem for a long time. For a long, long time. It's even got – it's even got uh, – Get a little ahead of myself here. It's what I like to do. It's got a little bit of a hint of Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. That connection is pure. This connection. I mean, these guys, it's not like this is brand new. These guys were in college together. Insane. So, Jamar Chase, let's read off his stats before we actually ask you guys the question. Uh, Jamar Chase, 79 receptions, 1,429 yards, uh, 13 touchdowns this season. Great. Stat line for a rookie. And then Mac Jones, I don't have to really read off the line for you because uh, you're watching this. You're probably a Patriots fan. You guys have seen the eye test here with Mac Jones. Obviously, he should be in contention for rookie of the year. Team's in the playoffs. Team missed the playoffs last year. Team puts him as quarterback. He's in the playoffs now uh, with the Patriots. So, guys, this is kind of a two-parter. Who do you think will win the offensive rookie of the year between these two? And who do you think should win? So, you know, it's kind of two different questions. Who should win in your mind, but who is going to win? Who should win? Who wants it? Who should win is Jamar Chase. Um, he has put up these numbers with Joe Burrow, and it's been absolutely ridiculous to watch some of the highlights from these games and, and what he's doing and the catches he's making, and especially even that last game uh, where he broke, like, the rookie uh, – Game, um, single game record for receiving yards, I believe, that was previously held by Justin Jefferson. Um, that's the game right there that really snatched it. I mean, 
that that that's the game that really solidified it. I think it was already trending in that direction of him him winning. Um, Mac Jones, while he was definitely in the conversation, people were definitely making the debate that Mac Jones should win the award. He had a stretch of about two to four games where, you know, he wasn't doing much. He wasn't uh, playing the way that he looked previously where he had people looking at him like this guy could be the rookie of the year. This rookie quarterback looks like, you know, he he's he's the guy who could take home that award. You know, he had a couple of games there was looking really slow for him. Um, and I think with those stretch of games, uh, I don't remember. I know that Indianapolis game was one that really took him down a couple of notches. Um, well, you, you know what I think really jump started this conversation, which you know is against. He can't do anything about it, but the, the bad weather in Buffalo, bad yeah. three pass attempts. People were like, yeah, people were like, if this guy can't throw more than three passes, even in this bad weather, you got Josh Allen slinging it, but Josh Allen's got an insane arm. Yeah. Then and then it was you know, and it was Indy after that. I believe I believe they yeah, faced Indianapolis, and and that wasn't a great game for him. So. Between those couple of games there, I think that's where the steam kind of fell off behind um, Mac Jones being in, in real consideration uh, for Rookie of the Year. I mean, he wasn't completely knocked out because at the end of the day, like you said, Nick, this is a guy who has taken a team and, and has kind of led them to, you know, a playoff berth on a team that was didn't make the playoffs last year. But with this last game that Jamar Chase had breaking that record, and, you know, just being consistent throughout the whole season uh, where Mac has kind of had a little bit of a roller coaster ride, um, I think Jamar Chase should win it. He deserves to win it. Um, Mac Jones should definitely, you know, be commended for the type of season he has at 22 years old, coming into a organization like the New England, in New England Patriots where the expectations are high, especially you kind of playing in the shadow of a guy who was there dominant for 20 years. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. You know, I, I, I think coming into the Patriots organization, he came in and, you know, he's said all the right things to the media. He's 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 taken a beating in the pocket, but he still has managed to put this team in a position to win and, and enter the playoffs. So, while Mac Jones definitely should be in consideration, uh, Jamar Chase is the, the one that's going to take home the award for sure. Marv, here's a, here's an additional question for you. Let's right. say no matter who wins, do you think, because, you know, there, there are going to be people who think Mac Jones should win. There are going to be people who think Jamar Chase should win. Do you think that if, let's say, Mac Jones wins, like it's, it's, a, it's a terrible decision, and same question for, like, Jamar Chase. If Jamar Chase does win, is it a terrible decision? Like, do you think there's an argument there that people could be like, no, this person 100% deserved it? Because frankly, I think you could throw it to either of them and it would be a fine decision. I'm, I'm leaning more one way, but I think you could make the argument for sure for both of them to, to, to win the award. I think if Mac Jones wins it, you're going to hear more rumblings of, oh man, that should have really went to Jamar. Jamar got robbed. He got robbed. Yeah. You won't hear much rumblings other than some pe some people in New England about Mac Jones being being robbed or not getting not getting the offensive rookie of the year. I agree with everything Mike said. It should be Jamar Chase, and Jamar Chase, I believe, will win it. I think the magic number here is two hundred and sixty six. Two hundred and sixty six yards. Like, can we can we just sit and think about that for a second for a receiver? A rookie. Two hundred. In 66 
yards is a force. Like, I remember just looking at that in the screen. I'm like, yo, what the hell am I looking at? Like, is this real? And when you saw Jamar Chase to start off the season, you know, Burrow was throwing him some bombs. And that's how he was getting his touchdowns. Probably having like three receptions, but this one bomb a game. And you're like, oh, this isn't sustainable. Ah, it's sustainable. <laughs> that's what he's been doing all year. He just finds a way to get open and get these bombs. And he has a quarterback that he has a rapport with for years now. And like you said, Nick, this is that's going to be a very scary tandem. And that's what Cincinnati was hoping for when they when they drafted um Chase. So I think Jamar Chase deserves it. He's more dynamic. You can't we obviously, you know. If Mac Jones wins it, it's because he's a quarterback. If you were going to say, well, you know, the quarterback of the team, he's leading his team to the playoffs. But that would legit he, be the only reason why he would win. Yeah. That's why people, but now you're looking at Jamar Chase and you can make the argument that the Cincinnati Bengals are in the position that they're in because they have Jamar Chase and now they're in the playoffs. And some people might say that they have a chance to go to the Super Bowl this year due to the fact of their offensive weapons, obviously, including Joe Burrow having a big, big part of it but jamar chase is going, going to be the number one person that teams circle around t higgins is great tyler boy joe mixon jamar chase is the most dynamic player on the field and he's the one that you gotta watch out for and that's the, that's the person the teams are going to game plan against he's the offensive rookie of the year i don't think it's honestly i don't think it's too close mac jones has been great he's been solid He's been the best quarter, rookie quarterback out of all the rookie quarterbacks that's been drafted, and we've got, gotten to see play. Like what We've seen Trevor Lawrence this past week. Got a chance to see Trey Lance a little bit, Justin Fields. None of these guys look like they really took a grasp of this year. And they might be great going forward, but right now it's Mac Jones who leads that camp, and he, sh he should be in second place for offensive rookie of the year. But Jamar Chase has this hands down. And we got to stop just giving quarterbacks awards because they're quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been amazing this year, but the, the MVP has come to a point where it's like it's a quarterback competition. That's that's all it's come down to, because uh, like even that, that award, like you could for sure make the argument that and I think we, we, we debated this on the show. Yep. You could make the argument that Jonathan Taylor could be the MVP, but he's you know, he's not going to win. He's not a quarterback. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Um, what sorry, what will it take? Because, I mean, winning MVP as a, a receiver or a – I can't – I don't can't even think of a receiver that's won it. Or running back is very hard. What what does it take to win? Because you would think Jonathan Taylor should get it. I mean – What does it take for a running back to get that award? Why is it just it would, automatically – I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I was about to say page. Why is it automatically a quarterback, quarterback, quarterback? It would. It, I think it's, it'll be damn near impossible for a receiver to win it, because for a receiver you're depending on the quarterback, and if you're going to be getting MVP talks as a receiver, that means your team's probably pretty damn good, and your quarterback most likely is pretty damn good, and they're gonna look at the quarterback. Like you're not gonna see many receivers with 20 plus touchdowns and a quarterback's ass. Like with a running back, it's not easy, but it's easier because you're not really depending on the quarterback or anyone else. It's more of your ability and the offensive line of, on how you do. Like, like was Moss in 2007, was he even in consideration for MVP? Probably, probably was. Probably, but who was. Throwing, who was throwing on the football? I mean, <laughs> I get that, but I'm like, was there ever talk about, hey, Moss got 23 touchdowns? Like, 
like he gets canceled out. Receivers get canceled out because of their quarterback, which is crazy to think. All these receivers who put up amazing numbers throughout the years, the Julios, the, the Megatrons, the Antonio Browns, the these guys never they'll get talked of, oh, great receiver, best receiver in the game, but like you never won't. hear about wide receiver. I mean, sorry, MVP kind of considerations, which is wild to think about. Just a thought that ran through my head. Do you know who the last non-quarterback was who won MVP? Peterson. Peterson, yeah. Adrian Peterson, 2012. Before that? Ray Lewis? He's another offensive player. What's his running back? Sean Alexander? 2005, but this is 2006. Did Sean Alexander win it? Yeah, he did. 2005. So last of the 2006. Who's on the cover of Madden? You remember? <laughs> you, I don't know if he was on the cover of Matt. He might have been. Peyton Hillis? No, no. Ladanian Tomlinson. Up, that makes sense. Ladanian Tomlinson. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Ladanian Tomlinson. Remember how nasty he was? Ladanian Tomlinson the fourth. Yeah. So I mean, basically, I'm I'm basically saying the same thing that you guys are saying here. Mac Jones, great year, especially for a rookie, but. And you could make the argument that he could be the MVP. I mean, uh, the rookie of the year. But listen, if Jamar Chase doesn't win rookie of the year, that's BS. This guy, he's like, like Mac Jones is the best rookie quarterback. I think that's 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 a foregone conclusion right now. He's the best rookie quarterback of the year. But the difference to me is Jamar Chase is not only probably the best rookie wide receiver. I think that's fair to say. He's one of the best receivers in general right yeah. now. He's one of the best receivers in the NFL right now. So I think that's I think that's the distinction right there. Like he's not just he's just not separating himself from other rookies. He's separating himself from other players, other receivers in the league, which is why I think if Jamar Chase doesn't win offensive rookie of the year, that's insane. I think he even said yesterday, like I should win this award. Which he's right. He's he's damn right. You should. The Bengals, they're confident. They're cocky. I love it. They scare me. I like Joe Burrow, man. I really like Joe Burrow. He's he's what you guys thought Baker Mayfield would be. And that shit, that 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 really pisses me off. I really, <laughs> I really had a lot of high hope in Baker Mayfield making an impact in this league. And he's still young. It's not like over for him, but it's very slow for that guy right now. We uh, Mark, me and you and uh. Me, you, Alex, and wasn't there somebody else who did that draft where Baker won number one? Yes. Me, that was the Sony Michelle year. Yeah. Sony Michael. Was there? I don't remember who else was with us. There was somebody else there. And you know what? Now I feel bad because I'm if they, if they like I, I apologize. If we forget there is somebody else there. There was a fourth person. All right. CLS Media Patriots Roundtable presented by our friends over at BetOnline.a. G, Nick Qualia, Marvzon, and Mike Milano. Guys, we're going to be back next week with, I guess, a preview of the playoffs. We're going to, at that point, know the Patriots' opponent for the playoffs. So, looking like it could be the Bills, which, if it is, that is, it's going to be electric. It's going to be an electric night. Twitter is going to be wild. Buffalo fans, yeah, Patriot fans, listen, these people, people, they're taking personal digs at each other. I think we got to pump the brakes a little bit on Twitter, guys, but isn't it's a it's a cesspool it's a, it's a real rivalry now it's great yeah. i love it 
I do too. People people getting real mean to each other. <laughs> Just read through some of the comments and it's it gets vicious. All right, Nick Quali, Marv's on Mike Mono, guys. We will talk to you next week.